Hi, 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 hi. Good to hi. see you guys. Hi. It's nice. That, nice, nice of you to tune in. Welcome back to Obscure Broadcasting's podcast, Small Brains, Big Picks. Where the fuck is your Red Sox at? Well, you wasted no time. No. no. Nope. I did bring it with me. There you go. There you go. There you go. We'll never do such you're, a thing. You're kind of wearing like a, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I summer in Connecticut, uh, and I, I've been to Boston a couple times. This hat? There's, yeah. There's just a lot of Irish people there. And my name's James McCauley. Right. Well, uh. Thanks. I, I, I happen to like this hat. Oh, you, you can like it all you want. Yeah. yeah. It's a good hat. Right. Because it's a Red Sox hat. And why are we so hype on the Red Sox? Man, the Red Sox won the World Series. Red Sox win the World Series! Uh, it's 2018. That's, that's four times in the past 14 years. Red Sox are world champions! Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Um, we're hype, man. It's 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 a good time to be a Red Sox it's a, fan. It's, it's a great time. Woo! Yeah. Woo! I'm wearing a hat too. Uh, so, if you're wondering where the starting nine is, the starting nine has has uh, broken off, and it's now the starting five, the Cinco. And it is its own independent broadcast. Uh, it's its own independent thing now. So look for that on podcast, YouTube. It'll, you're just getting our content split up a little bit. There's been it's not a divorce. It's right. a trial separation. Right, right, yeah, exactly. We, mom and dad, both still love you equally. Um, but you're just gonna get twice as many presents at Christmas now. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Start. Imagine you're getting present from starting five the cinco and its new. Your girlfriend, right? Tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> we're just gonna jump right into it. Uh, if you're wondering who I am, I'm Andrew. I am a media mediocre public speaker. Yeah. Um, Ironically, I had trouble saying mediocre <laughs> with my public speaking. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm Evan, and I uh, never owned a pair of jeans until college. I'm coincidentally wearing a pair of jeans. I might have owned some when I didn't pick my own clothes, but... Yeah. yeah. Teresa, our lovely producer, in the cockpit, flying mission control. Yes. I'm going to mix metaphors. Are you excited about the Red Sox? I'm very excited about the Red Sox. All right. So let's start with our main story. Uh, we'll need someone to introduce our story. And I can't think anybody better than uh, Mr. John Lackey. So insert John Lackey right here. We're going to have some fun tonight. And thank you, John. Uh, so let's lay it on. What's our first story today, Evan? Yeah, I mean, so the Red Sox, it goes. Heard of them. It's worth repeating. Won the World Series uh, yet again. Uh, it was pretty exciting. Uh, this has now happened four times in in our lifetimes, uh, we've now got four to compare. Um, we're spoiled, you know. We're it super is what spoiled. It is. Um, and uh, so we, we're just going to kind of look at these four Red Sox teams, uh, especially, and maybe delve back into others and ask the question: Is this the the greatest Red Sox team of all time? 
I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it. Um, I think a nice way to start this, and it's a homage to the, uh, to the the divorce that was, mm. because now the starting nine is the starting five, the cinco. Right. Um, I'm, I'm cramming that down their throats. Um, yeah, yeah. So. If you had to take all four Red Sox teams and pick the starter at each of the nine positions, who you got a catcher? Do you have Jason Veritek? Um, uh, that's 04 and 07. It's yeah. Jason Veritek. Uh, salty 13 is Salty. And this year is, let's just go with Christian Vasquez or Sandy Leon. Uh, let's go with Christian. Yeah, because um, I, I think Christian actually started more games in the postseason. Right, right. Um, Christian, in many ways, I think can become the 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 future of the Sox. Um, I know Teresa would make a big uh, push for Salty because that's her guy, but yeah, Salty. Yeah, uh, shout Hall out Salty class. and that thing he does with his legs that we won't talk about again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> inappropriate. Yeah, um, but Veritek is is the epitome of of the Sox to me. He's one of those first ten names that comes into my head when I think of the team in my lifetime. Yeah, so, I, I I'd have to go with, with Veritek. I mean. In 07, he had pretty good numbers. I think he had, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I'll check this, but I think he hit not 220, but he had, like, a decent amount of power, good hitting. Right. How about first base? Who you got at first base? So let's break this down. 2004, the first baseman was Kevin Millar. Okay. In uh, 2007, it was... It was Uke? Yeah, okay. so Eucalyptus was 07. Um, uh, 13, that would be, um, what's his face? Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Mike Napoli. Okay, on Napoli, my shirt. Napoli in 13. And then this year uh, was Pierce and Do Moreland. I go with Pierce or Moreland? I think we I go mean, with Pierce. Pierce because... <laughs> World Series MVP. Yeah, so um, sorry, Moreland. Sorry, Mitch. I, I mean, I think of these guys, honestly, um, that the Uke is the one who has the most Red Sox like cred. He was with us for a minute. To be honest with you, I never loved him. I loved him because he was on my team. I think I would have really hated him if he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He's kind of an obnoxious guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the he would be the name that would come to mind for sure. Yuke, I'm gonna make my I'm gonna make my play that I actually think it should be um, Pierce. Okay. I mean, if we're talking about the Red Sox the whole season, then you go with Yuke. If we're just talking about the postseason, it's Pierce all the way. Yeah, I mean, it's it's recency bias maybe, but I, I think we will certainly remember Pierce's performance, even if he never plays another game with the Sox. Right. We'll remember but that. But we'll, that, that's uh, that's another time for later later sure. in this. No doubt. Uh, so second base, uh, Mark Bellhorn uh, struck struck Bellhorn. out like two hundred times that year. That had one big home run in the playoffs. Yep. And two thousand seven, it was uh, uh, Pedroia. Yep. Two thousand thirteen was Pedroia, yeah, yeah. and this year was. Do we want to say Brock Holt? Yeah. Do we want yeah. to say Ian Kinsler? Fuck Ian Kinsler. I'm tired of his ass. Okay. Um. um I mean. This- it's Pedroia, it's Pedroia, and I think it's Pedroia 07, because that's the year he won MVP. I think. Right. Man is a legend. Yep. Um. Uh, cool. Best player, one of the maybe the best. No, not in so seven. Top three players on the Red Sox that year. Right. Probably. Right. Yep. Um, uh, so shortstop. You want to do shortstop next, or you want to? Yeah, shortstop. Who's, who's shortstop? So Pokey Reese, Pokey uh, Reese. or Nomar okay. would be the 2014. Nomar but wasn't in the playoffs. Let's so let's go with Pokey Reese. Yeah. Um, uh, beloved by our family. Uh, right. Who was in 07? And shortstop's an interesting one because, you know, every year we had a different guy for forever. Mm-hmm. So, 07, it's Julio Lugo. Um, and 13, it's, uh, pay attention, Steven. Steven. Oh, is Steven, it Steven Drew. Drew. Okay. Um, okay. I was going to say Iglesias, but it was Drew, huh? Because he was traded to the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this year, this it was Xander. Xander. It's Xander. It's Dan- Xander for sure. He's the only legit one because we, we juggled shortstops for the better part of a decade. Since Nomar. Since right, Nomar's traded, right. it's been... 14 years of random, random Plugins, people. Plugins, yeah, yeah, whoever. 
Um, cool. So yeah, I mean, it's got to be at that point. It's it's Xander. Um, pay attention, Steven. Steven. Pay attention, Steven. Steven. Pay attention, Steven. <laughs> um, third base in 04, it was Bill Miller. 07 is Mike Lowell. Uh, 13 is Xander or, I mean, or Will Middlebrooks. I give it to Middlebrooks at that point. Middlebrooks, I I remember very. I mean, I don't know how much he did in the playoffs that year, but he. Um, and this year, this Rafi year, Devers, Dever, Devers, and Nunez, um, who both of which I think we both consider third base. The maybe not hitting, but like in general, it's kind of a weak spot in the lineup. Like we would like to move. I think either of those I, guys, I think, it would be nice to keep, but like they, they. Just I think can't Devers is the future. I mean, he's the future. Nunez is sure. one more year, so he's the future, but he has to get better fielding. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna say Bill Miller. I'm calling it right now, Bill Miller. Really, I, I want to go with Mike Lowell, man. Okay. Was he not the World Series MVP? He was. Okay, all right. We'll go with Mike Lowell because he's the World Series MVP. Um, okay, left field. 04. Uh, Manny. 07, Manny. Is it still Manny? In the, yeah, it's Manny in 07. Yeah. Um, uh, 13, Johnny Gomes. Right. Last year, this year, Andrew Benintendi. Uh, it's got to be Manny. I, of course. You know, yeah, I think it's Manny. Manny. It's Manny in 04. Yeah, yeah, sure. He was World Series MVP that year. Yeah. Um, and also hit uh, like some three oh eight with a four hundred on base percentage. Yeah. Center field, oh four is Damon. Okay, oh seven Coco Crisp. Ooh, Coco Crispy. Yeah. Uh thirteen is Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah. And this year was JBJ, Jackie Bradley yep. Jr. Um I love Jackie. Jacoby I loved, but he lost a lot of a lot of cred by playing with the evil empire for a couple of years. Um So did Johnny Damon. Right, right. And and I love Coco, but Damon was like the face of Damon and Milau were the face of the idiots, right? So right. I think Damon, for like, like in many ways symbolically, without looking at stats, you got to give it to Damon. He hit three hundred eight and had a four hundred on base percentage. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so th- his numbers are almost identical to Manny's. So okay. I got to go with Johnny Damon. I think he embodies. Right. He's he's one of the key cogs in the O four team. So um, okay, so that brings us to right field. Wrapping it up, uh, according to this, which uh, I guess is right, uh, I could go either way on this. Uh, Gabe Kapler got more starts or more games in at right okay. field. Trot Nixon, I would say, is the right fielder of the 04 Sox. I think Nixon. I feel like Kapler was the equivalent of like a, of like a Brock Holt. Like he was a kind of a fourth guy who got games when he could get mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nixon, who was like Nixon and, and J.D. Drew, who's the 07 guy, kind of have parallels in my mind. Um, yeah, J.D. Drew had a couple big team. hits, right, against right. the Indians especially. Right. Uh, 13, who's the right fielder? Uh, Victorino, Shane Victorino. Oh, of course, yep. yep. And, and then, uh, this year is Mookie. I and, mean, and Mookie's the best player on the Red Sox. I mean, Best player in baseball. Maybe the best player in baseball. Uh, it's Mookie. Let's just right. move on. Even though he had terrible playoffs, it's Mookie. It's Mookie, right. yeah. They don't get there without Mookie. Starting um, pitching. Start uh, DH. DH. I it's, mean, it's, it's not a conversation. It's Poppy, but Martinez is a fucking beast, but he's right. not Poppy yet. It's not Poppy. Give so him a few more years. It's Poppy in 04, 07. Yeah. Which one? 04. 04. 04. Yeah. yeah. He, he walked it. off every game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he had 37 walk-off wins in 04. <laughs> yeah. He had 90 walk-off wins. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so one starting pitcher. Let's just go one starting pitcher, one reliever. Uh, right. 04, you got Pedro. 04, you got Pedro. 07, you got Beckett. You got Beckett, um, and Schilling was in both of those mm-hmm. as well. 13, um, you have 
Leicester. Uh, Let's go with Leicester. I think is Leicester is the best picture. Be, yeah, Buckholtz played well on the team. And this well. year, um, I'm going to controversial. It's not Chris Sale. It's David Price for the World Series. Yeah, it is, man. It is without a doubt. I mean, and I I'll be the first to say I was ready. I was like, nah, don't let him pitch in the fucking World Series. Don't let him pitch in the ALCS. After his ALDS, I was like, take that, Bum. put Eduardo in the lineup and let him pitch an occasional inning out of the out of the bullpen. I was done on Price. The way he looks so bad. I yeah. mean, but and Throw I don't even ups. feel bad about that. How can you? You can't predict that a guy's gonna have a good bullpen session and all of a sudden be throwing six miles an hour harder with good stuff in better location. Like, <laughs> dude turned into a different pitcher overnight. He was yeah. throwing 90, barely touching 91 with fucking meatballs over the center and then his slice in 98, 96 with movement to the outside corner in a nasty changeup yeah. two days later. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't predict that. It's crazy. Um, but, I mean, it's Pedro. It's Pedro. It's Pedro yeah. all the way. Pedro's the greatest pitcher in Red Sox right. history. Is he, he in the rafters? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Roger Clemens may be the greatest pitcher in Red Sox history, but that's another conversation for another time. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, relief pitcher. 2004, you got Keith Folk. Keith in 2007, Folk. you have Papelbon. 13, you have Koji. Right. Uihara, and this year you have Kimbrel. Man, you got Kimbrel, but he's the closer, but you got Joe Kelly, man. You think Joe Kelly Joe is... Kelly performed the best. He didn't close any games, though. No, but he was a fucking beast. His stuff is crazy when he's on, man. So I think it comes down to it's either it's either um, but it's Papelbon. Papelbon or Koji. Koji was nasty. Papelbon, just again, symbolically, he was with them for longer. You know, okay. Koji arrived to the U.S. In, when he was 35 or 36 or whatever. Yeah, High Five City. High Five City. I do love Koji, though, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm making my play for Koji because Papelbon's an asshole. Uh, yeah, we can go Koji. We can go Koji. Okay. One season, two seasons. Two. No way can this happen. With the Red Sox. Right. Okay. But and he just, he was shut down. He man. was shut I mean, the game was over. I mean, Poppy had his jersey off. Right. Like in the eighth inning when he came in. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. There it is. That's our 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 compilation. So the the rundown is 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 Veritech is Euclidus Euclidus is uh, Pedroia. Oh seven is, Pedroia. Oh seven Pedroia is Bogarts. It's Lowell. It's uh, Manny. Manny. Oh four. It's, oh, oh four Manny. Oh four Manny. It's Damon. Oh. It's uh, Mookie. It's Pedro and it's Koji. Yep, there it is. And, and it's Poppy. At and it's DH. Poppy at DH. Yep. Okay. Uh, now let's can really quickly because we don't have. I assume we don't have a ton of time. Yep. Let's break down which which of those teams compare these teams. Oh four, oh seven, uh, uh, thirteen, and eighteen. So um, I look at oh four. I kind of tried to think of them in terms of like symbolically what they mm-hmm. meant to me. Again, big picture. Oh uh-huh. um, four. Those were the those were the the idiots as they were called. They were the underdogs. They were a wild card team. They came back from down three from nothing. Down three nothing. The greatest comeback in sports history. All that's incredible. Oh um, seven. What is, is there like a way that you conceive of oh seven in your head? Oh uh, seven. They almost faltered against the Indians. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Indians took them to seven, but they were they were kind of. I mean, even if they were the wild card team, which I'm not sure, but they, they were, were they were they were they were. They were they were a good team. I feel like they felt like the maturation of 04. In a yeah. Way. It was a lot of the same guys. Um, a lot of the same guys. New pieces added. They had already won in 04, so there's like right. the pressure was off. Guys like Pedroia going from being a young, good player to like that team dude. leader. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I, I, in my mind, and then 13, let's just do this right. So in 13, right. 13, they had come off the uh, losing 
losing last right, place finish. I forget about that. Yeah, they were terrible, terrible, terrible. And then all of a sudden turn it around and improbably put together another first place finish. In a, With a bunch of really likable guys. Right, right. Super likable team. Not the like idiots grind out team, but like a team that you could really easily root for. And that's what 07 didn't necessarily have that 04, 13, and 18 all have is they're all they're all kind of like a team, like a, mm-hmm. a family. 07 I feel like 07 is the one you kind of forget. Yeah, for um, sure. I, I do. Right. Yeah. 18, new manager, another new manager. Right. I um, mean, eight, with a different culture. He was on the 07 Red Sox when they won. Right. And, and 18 felt different. 18, and I've heard it like uh, on, I think, Rappaport's podcast which I don't necessarily listen to frequently, but I, I heard a clip from it of like them basically complaining, being New York guys, about like the Red Sox like don't get to be the Red Sox anymore because they're not lovable underdogs, which they can complain all they want. But this team had a different feel because it was like end-to-end, they were just better than everyone else, which is not a factor in those other Sox teams. Like right. They just... We are pessimistic because we were Sox fans it's in our nature but they were end to end there were really no questionable periods they just fucked shit up all year yeah yeah I think um, we like like I said the sky was always falling and they'd have some stretches like like they did in the World Series. They had like an 18-inning, 20-inning stretch, right, where the offense kind of disappeared. Right. Luckily, that all came basically within one game. Right. And they lost that game. Yeah. And they should have won that game because right. Ian Kinsler fucked up. Yeah. Uh, which is no matter yeah. um, because all is all is well and right. he's not coming back. The Red Sox, from beginning to end, they had two 17-3 stretches mm-hmm. in, the, in the season, which is, you know, a third of most teams wins. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that just kind of – to me, sounds like the Red Sox, they had so many come from behind – did you know this about the two out RBIs they had in the World Series was like astronomical? It was insane. It or was in like, the playoffs. It was like more this, than 50% of the more run than 50% scored, of the but runs. it was two outs. Yep. And you break it down to even two outs and two strikes and they scored a ton. Yeah. Um, so they just and that's that's not a sign of luck. That's a that's a good team. Like right. when you're getting hits with two outs, that's when like things are cranking. Yeah. I think Alex Cora deserves I mean it's hard to give a team that has the highest payroll in baseball give their manager the award and could go to Kevin Cash. I think Kevin Cash is super deserving. But Alex Cora mm-hmm. was such a player's manager that he, you know, he was going out for dinner with these guys, texting right. them, calling them, letting them know his game plan. So they were really with him. Right. And hanging the picture on the wall every game de- right. definitely um, helped rally and, the team together. And, uh, you know, baseball, we talked to, we had our little baseball is so honky uh, segment last time. But baseball also is like a sport that's huge in Latin America and to have a Boricua manager like shouting out the the Puerto Rican folks and bringing that like culture in and like also being able to speak on a different level with all the Latino players I think has a real impact I don't think that's that's phantom I think that that does something okay so we gotta wrap it up Teresa saying we've gone way over yeah um and so quickly lay it down for me I don't need your reasoning for you in order of of best on field, no emotion attached to it. Best on field, top to bottom, the top four, and then tell me after that, top to bottom emotionally, where each one lands. Mm-hmm. So um, on field, best team this year, they won 108 games. Second best, uh, 2013, they won they won 97. Third best, they won 98 and 04. They were a wild card, but that's third best in 07. They only won 96 games. That's the fourth best emotionally. Oh four, you can't beat um, mm-hmm. everything. Of course, I was ten years old, but right. everything. Oh four, um, 
2013, I remember very distinctly. I think that one was really big for me. I mm-hmm. remember being in college. Um, this year, 2018, being third, and then 2007 again is the one that kind of slips away. Slips through the th- cracks yeah. a little bit. Teresa, how about you? Where do you where do you rate? Just you don't need to do the on field. You can just say what you think is the most important. Emotionally, emotionally, because I have no <laughs> basis and facts. Um, mm-hmm. Emotionally, well, 2013 because that was the year we got married, and Aww. I'm convinced mm. that they won the World Series because we got married. At anyway. least I heard some. I talked to an insider who said so. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Um, this is hard because obviously like 2004 was a huge one, but mm-hmm. I like didn't watch baseball as much yeah, yeah, so that one at that point. In. So maybe 2013, 2018, because I'm like, I was following the team with you guys mm-hmm. and right. following them on Instagram too. Mm-hmm. Brock Holt's kid's so cute. Um, <laughs> uh, and then 2004 and then 2007. Yeah. I, I think I am going to change my order for yours. Uh, a little bit, Evan, for on-field. I think 2018, and maybe this is another subject for another time, maybe the, one of the greatest teams of baseball, not even just Red Sox all the time. Is, yeah. uh, they won 119 games, including the postseason. That's incredible. Right. Um, so I'm going to go 2018, 2007, because I think that they just were unmatched in a lot of what okay. they did. Even though the Indians were good, the Indians were just hot at that time of the year. Right. I also went to Game 7, so... Um, and then I'm going to say 20, 2013, they won 97 games, as you pointed out. Right. And 2004, I thought that any moment it could fall apart for them, even against the Cardinals. 100%. Yeah. Uh, so, and then in terms of team favorite, 04, one of the, one of the moments of my life that I'll probably always remember is watching it on TV, right. you know, being super nervous, uh, 2013, cause it was the year we got married. 2018 because uh, is our five-year anniversary, and this and I think this this is a hypothetical starting of a dynasty. Um, I think right. that there's there's a lot of anything can happen in baseball, right? Because everyone said that about the Cubs when they won a couple years ago. Right. Um, and then 2007, I just I mean, there's nobody on that team besides Poppy uh, and Manny that I like. I just I I think of it as Papelbon. Yeah. I really don't like Papelbon just as a person. Right. So yeah. that that's that kind of precludes that sure so uh there it is there's our thoughts on the greatest red sox team of all time we kind of went off far field right. at the last second there um what are we doing on the tool belt evan would you please for the love of god and your own body hold the hammering stop the hammering stop the hammering okay. um so for our tool belt segment um we have been making predictions for four episodes now and it's time to go cash in on those predictions. Some of them have not been uh, decided yet. They're still pending. A lot of them are still pending, still buffering, still loading. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the ones that have and the ones that haven't, we're just going to give you a quick check-in. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with mine. I'll pass around this paper where I wrote them down. My prediction is the Red Sox will win the the – uh, MLB World Series this year in 2018, and no team will take them to seven games the entire time. Uh, oh, and, look what happened! And they were not going to go to go to seven or even uh, more any more than six in any series, and they did just that. They didn't extend more than five in any series, mm-hmm. um, and they won the World Series. So I was fuck correct on that one. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah, fuck the Yankees. Um, <laughs> My bold prediction is that 
in the next few months, I am going to convince one of my friends in Los Angeles to actually come visit me in Detroit. There is no sign of anyone visiting me. I I am questioning my my friendships. Um, As you should. Yep. Which would would seem like a shot and a uh, a challenge if any of them listen to this podcast. Every 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 twelve to thirteen days, you gotta reset your friend group. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Re rank. Um, Yep. In the twenty nineteen and the twenty nineteen twenty twenty season, respectively. Neither the Montreal Expos nor the Seattle Supersonics will make a comeback tour. My third one, I said that the Expos um, and the Sonics both would not be back for the next season. That one has not been decided. My last one. Prediction is that the Los Angeles Lakers roster, um, re-newfangled Los Angeles Lakers roster with LeBron James, will have... By Christmas, at least five different names on it. It is also pending that the Lakers will uh, fall apart at some point and completely rejuggle their roster this year. But that was one you did last week, so that one's still pending right, as well. Right, that one's super new, also pending. All right, you um, want to pass it to Teresa? She can yeah. do hers. Oh, wait, Evan, are you surprised about any of yours? Coming true or not coming true? Um, yeah, I felt like the Red Sox one was a little bold. And I didn't actually genuinely have the confidence that they were going to... Like, I, I thought they were pretty damn good, but I, I was a little bit trying to, like, um, you know, pump I, myself I was, up I was, by saying that... I was worried that you had jinxed them, but... Wait, I knocked on wood, I think, in the filming of it. We yeah. can look at the clip. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, no, not really. Okay. Teresa, lay them on. Mine is that movie pass subscription will be obsolete within the year. It's on life support. Yeah. It's on life support. It's, it's holding in there, but it's still unconfirmed because the year's not over. Right. So. <laughs> Mine is that the Red Sox mascot, Wally, will get ejected from the game sometime this season. Ooh. I do wish one came true, but it did not. That Wally would get ejected from a game during the season. Nope. Did not come true. And then. <laughs> Youngest brother, Reed Sawyer, is confirmed coming for Thanksgiving. His plane ticket has been purchased. And so my bold prediction is that a different brother will usurp Evan Sawyer as the mayhem creator at our annual Thanksgiving. Ooh. But which one? Thanksgiving as, Ending. as the mayhem uh, king of mayhem. Right. Just or a word queen. from our sponsor. Yeah. Tequila. When Thanksgiving gets a little rocky, have a glass of tequila or two. on the rocks. <laughs> um, and then my my most recent one, which I'm very disappointed, did not come true. It will snow on or by Halloween. Wait, there were some there were some chances too. I know. There were some days it was Just cold the, enough. It seemed to not rain on the days that it was cold enough and to rain on all the days it was warm enough. Yep. Um, so disappointed. Yep. Okay, here we go. My bold prediction is that we will make it to at least Christmas doing this on a regular basis. Pending, but we're going strong. Strong. Yeah. We've broken up the podcast you may have heard, and now we have starting five. The Cinco. 
Bold prediction for uh, the coming week is the author of the New York Times op-ed, The Leak in the White House, mm. will be Mike Pence. That scathing insider um, letter would be written by Mike Pence. That's still pending. It's not looking good, though. Yeah. Uh, Kavanaugh gets confirmed because this is Trump's America and sexual assault is mostly not okay. But sometimes it's, wait, I'm not sure. Kavanaugh was already confirmed. I predicted that he'd get confirmed even despite his sexual assault allegations. America, we live in. The prediction is that the biggest movie at the 2019, this which will be for this year, the 2019 Oscars will be the yet unmade remake, reboot of Indian in the Cupboard. You heard it here first. Um, and I would say I still this one's still pending that the movie of the year would be Indian in the Cupboard at the 2018 19 like next year is the 2018 movies Oscars so yep. Indian in the Cupboard reboot still could come but uh, it's not looking good well on to our next segment huh yep we'll shorten this one up a bit I right uh, so yeah we're just going to do a really brief forward look at the Red Sox uh, as we jump into the off season um, and look forward to next year um, so what are your what are your basic thoughts as we move, we move into next year? I think they got to resign Pierce. I think that if Pierce is willing to take a uh, supporting role on the Red Sox, they should do it. I he's, think he's thirty five. He's thirty five. So I think a, a two year three year deal would be great for him. I think two year would be ideal. Um, Moreland has one more year, so I think a platoon role with Moreland go with the sure. hot hand. Maybe makes maybe kind of consigns uh, first base to still a bit of a black hole right. in some respects. But I, I'm with it. Kinsler's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah. They got they got that a better, error they, made me. I released him in my mind when he made that error in game three or whatever. They have Dustin Pedroia, and he's like a carbon copy. He's younger and he's beloved. So Dustin Pedroia is coming back. It might not. He might not be as good. Brock Holt could get the starting job at second base. Maybe if he's still maybe, hitting like well, he did. Maybe Devers becomes a second baseman. If we no, find no, he's a five. He, I would hold out more hope that Devers uh, becomes a first baseman. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let's see. Um, other notable free agents. Kimbrell. Um, uh, well, Eduardo Nunez has already option took his player option. He's going to be back next year. So he was going to be a free agent. He had a player option. Okay. Nunez is back. Kimbrell's the big one. Um, I think the Red Sox can't play can't play around with closer. They either got to re-sign Kimbrell or get somebody. Right, and you can't assume that someone like Kelly can assume that role. Who's also a free agent? Who also is a free agent and. Man, his stuff in the playoffs was as good as anyone in the MLB. Like, if he can pitch like that, and he hasn't shown that he can consistently do it, but man, if he can be your setup man and throw like that for a full season, that is a shutdown eighth and ninth inning, period. And if Brazier can be as good as Brazier was? Brazier can, and I mean, he's so young. He's but was actually in the minors for a while, so he's not super he's like young. Thir- he's, he's like young. 28, 29. Right. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, no, if we could have Brazier kind of mature into his MLB role. Um, and Bobby then, Poynter? <clears throat> right. Looked good. Po- right. Stretches. He did, he did. Um, and the last one is a tough question. Eovaldi, he won the Hearts of the Sox. I think we really want him, but he also was basically pitching for a contract. Maybe not in his mind, but like he, he had some, some heads turning um, oh, yeah. in Nobody front helped. offices across the league. Nobody helped their case for a free agent. Right. More than than Evaldi. So the question is how much money they're willing to drop for him, and and like he how may much still have arm issues. I mean, I, I I think he put it together 
for a stretch here. And he definitely looked really good when he first came to the Sox. Right. Faltered a bit. But I'll imagine the, this rotation going into next year. You have Sale, you have Price, you have Porcello, you have Evaldi, and you have Erod, and you have Stephen Wright as the sixth guy. Because right. Pomerantz is also a free agent, and he's gone. There's yeah, a, no Pomerantz we don't need to waste more time with. But um, Evaldi, the game he lost, the one game they lost in the World Series, it was Evaldi's game. He was going all the way unless he was at like 110 pitches. Right, and you heard he, he asked to pitch again the next day. The next day. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, no, that dude um, is a gamer. I think we, we I think we should invest a lot of money in him because research also shows that after Tommy John surgery, I know he had two, so it doesn't always work, but people tend to be very successful and people like get better oftentimes. Um, so it, there's I don't think there's a huge risk in uh, investing in a guy because of Tommy John specifically. I think that the Red Sox should be minorly worried. Uh, that Evaldi will get signed by the Yankees, the, the team he came up with, and they have sure. clear, 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 even more clear than the Red Sox, they have starting rotation issues. Right, right. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. Yeah. Do you think that the Red Sox will go after Machado or uh, Harper? You know, the more that I kind of uh, age and my thoughts about around sports age, the more that I become invested in uh, how much I think team chemistry matters. Like, mm-hmm. I think a talented group of guys that don't fit into the culture doesn't win. Um, I think that's under, like, you can't look at stats. And maybe front offices fully understand that. I think oftentimes they do, sometimes oh, for sure. they don't. Um, and I think it's, I didn't think about it as much as a younger fan. But, like, chemistry matters. You talk about it in, like, youth sports. It, that doesn't stop when people become adults. Like, mm-hmm. if you like and love and, like, push for the people you're playing with, you're going to be more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, Machado, that uh, writes Machado out of the situation. Oh, right? and, and he has a lot of, I mean, they're professional athletes, and they all kind of get along outside of baseball. Right. But there's a lot of bad blood between a lot of members of the Red Sox press, clubhouse with Machado. Right. Also, it would drive me insane if, you know, he had the, that what turned out to be a single off the top of the right. wall. And he's watching. It, it can't happen. It's he might World be Series. friends with some of the players on our team, but like it, that, that even if he's friends with them, that kills a culture. Like you can't, you can't have it. Cause then if there's anyone honorable on the team in the clubhouse, they're tearing him a new one when he gets back to the dugout. And that just isn't a good thing. He probably isn't reacting well to it. Cause he's not Johnny hustle, as he said. Right. Yeah. So we don't want him. I think Harper does fit into that. But I think Harper, you're gonna over, no good, you're gonna overpay for a decent on base percentage. Two forty hitter. Like the Red Sox are not built around. Like that's not Alex Cora's philosophy. I don't know how much stake uh, they're gonna put in Alex Cora in terms of those decisions. But he's very openly said like he's not gonna build a launch angle, high strikeout, two forty, forty home runs team. It's it didn't work for the about. Yankees. It didn't, didn't work for, for the Yankees. They got a the stacked lineup. They want to go sign Bryce Harper and have another 200 strikeout, 40 home run guy. Great. I still don't think they would beat this Red Sox. I think the team Phillies are going to sign both of them. I really yeah. do. I think the Phillies are stupid, and the Phillies like to, they have a ton of money. I mean, right. and they have none of it invested right now in any of their players. And it's Philadelphia, man. And how the Phillies fans would love to pry Harper away from the Nats. Yeah, they, they would yeah. just be ecstatic about that. Right. So I mean, I do you agree that I mean if. I don't need the Red Sox to make any big moves. They they dominated the league, and you you get antsy, especially Dom uh, Dombrowski is like famous for blowing up teams because he always wants to like blowing up minor leagues, like always seeking the next big guy. We well, just won 108 games. Other team other teams may improve 
I think we're going to improve by getting older. We have a young core. Like, I don't think they need to do anything except try to re-sign guys. I think they need to re-sign guys. I think they need to extend Mookie. I think extending Mookie mm-hmm. is, is, a big, is a big part of the plan. And I think that should just be a part of any plan because if they take care right. of Mookie now, then they can worry about Xander and Sale next year because right. uh, those are going to be the two big free agents. I think that the Red Sox will not touch Machado because he doesn't fit the culture at all. Mm. Puig doesn't fit the culture. I mean, he's not a free agent, but the Dodgers had Puig and Machado. Who knows if they even liked each other, but right. those guys are so showboating and for themselves. I like Puig, though. I know. You, I, well, yeah. So I'm getting the signal from Teresa to wrap it up. Um, last last word. Um, is this the beginning of a dynasty, knock on wood? Is this the beginning uh, of a dynasty? Nothing is guaranteed because no team has repeated in the 21st century in baseball. Right. Uh I would like to say that it is because the Red Sox won. Right. Um, the Red Sox, here's who I want the Red Sox to get, and this is my final word on it. I think it's the beginning of the dynasty. If they can get Marwin Gonzalez to agree to a platoon role okay. and sign him, that he's the guy I think they should go out and bring into the clubhouse. He's a great clubhouse guy from all, right. all respects. He's got a great relationship with Cora, and yeah. he's a guy that can play literally – all, all, infield. all infield, all outfield positions, and the really? corner outfield and second base is like a one or a two. So, really? so he's a guy because if Holt, I love Holt to death, but if he's hitting two ten, you really don't want him in there, right? Because certain stretches in the season, he was like almost a sure out, right? Um, I don't think they need to blow up the catching position. No, no, keep it how it is. I like Leon and Vasquez platooning. I think they're great, uh, and I think Vasquez will only get better as and well. The as pitchers Leon. trust them, um, and the pitchers trust them. Um, and I would answer my own question saying, uh, I think, I think, knock on wood, I think this is the beginning of a 21st century baseball dynasty, meaning maybe not wins in a row, but three out of five World Series, three out of six World Series even is a dynasty. I think you will see them back on the podium in the, either next year or the year after. Okay, okay. All right. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Bold predictions. Also brought to you by Tequila. When you're having a bold night, but you want it to be predictable, predictably a shit fest, drink tequila. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Evan, once you're... Here, I'll go first. Here's my bold prediction. My bold prediction is that at the start of the season next year, Clayton Clayton Kershaw will be on a team the team will not be the Dodgers. Wow. Um, He's opting out, man. He wants. He needs to try something new. He looked exhausted in that post-game press conference. Okay. What are you? What are your thoughts? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I think if you'd said that to Red me Sox? a year ago, I would have said uh, he's going to retire a Dodger. I think that that makes sense. Um, but he's a human, and he's tired, and he's tired of like going. I think I almost think he'd rather be on like a mediocre team than have to go through another deep October where he doesn't get to win. It's tough, man. He could be it's the Red Sox year. number four. He can I'm, be, yeah. He can he can be the long reliever for the Red Sox. I'll have the greatest pitcher of our generation be the long reliever for the Red Sox. It's like something you do in a video game. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Teresa, what's your bold prediction? All right, mine is that more than. 18 games of Stratomatic will be played over Thanksgiving break. Ooh. I call that a, a low, a, a, a low, low prediction. A low prediction? You think that's a low number? A low yeah. number. How about 
Should I no, no, you can't it? change it. It's, it's in the log. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Consider it logged. No, yeah, it's yeah. not a low number. That's, that's, that's a lot, high. but I think we can do it. We can like, do it. We'll do it in the first day. We have able to stay up and drink. Right. The sun will set, the sun will rise, <laughs> and the strat will be played. Right, right. Um, okay, Evan? To, to end us, um, mine is non-sports related, but um, uh, I think that my bold, bold prediction, and it is bold, but uh, we're going to put all of our, our energy towards it, is that Beto O'Rourke will uh, beat Ted Cruz in the Senate race in Texas um, and will give us a little glimmer of hope for our government um, because I, I'm a big O'Rourke fan and he, he deserves it and I think he could make a lot of really positive change in Texas. He's 3% behind, I believe, last polls showed, but I think a, a late surprising push by voters will give him, make give it him a victory. Yep. Uh, all right, so this has been Small Brain's Big Picks. Uh, remember, we have had a small uh, a trial separation, and the starting nine now called the starting five, the Cinco. The Cinco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want to work on the timing there? Starting, starting five. five. Starting, starting the, 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 the Cinco. The Cinco. The Cinco. The Cinco. The Cinco. Uh, so the starting five, the Cinco, uh, has... Has gone off on its own. It's gonna try. It's 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 fraturing to our cheers, right. and um, that doesn't mean we're ending. It's, uh, it's paying its own rent, but like it, we will still pay the phone bill. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and buy groceries. Yeah. Um. So. So please uh, like and subscribe. Uh, leave some comments. Le- rate our podcast on iTunes. All these things help us to spread spread the gospel. Spread the bullshit. <laughs> right. Um. So uh, yeah. Do you have anything uh, you want to say? No. Uh, lefty. Brain's getting smaller, picks getting bigger. Let's yeah, the picks, <laughs> the picks are getting huge. Yeah. Huge. Yep. Tumescent picks. Right, okay. Right. Uh, Teresa? Yay, Red Sox. Yay, yeah. Red Sox. Yeah. Yay, those Red Sox. Talk to y'all soon. Talk to y'all soon. Here's throwing a ban- beer can at you. Bye bye. So, what do you guys know? We split it up as we have more time to bullshit our regular story. <laughs> right, right. <laughs>